Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Chair Shots and Cranium Interviews. I am Stephen Goforth. Thank you so very much for tuning in to yet another interview. Hope you enjoy this one. I highly encourage you to follow me on Instagram and on Twitter. Chair 2 Cranium. That's Chair, the number 2, Cranium. Chair 2 Cranium on Instagram and on Twitter. Also, please follow me on Facebook and please check out my website, ChairShotsToTheCranium.com. You'll find other interesting, entertaining interviews that I've done in the past and also past columns and other very interesting wrestling entertainment items on my website. Again, ChairShotsToTheCranium.com. Also, please pick up some merchandise or merch. Chair Shots to the Cranium merch on ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Chair Shots to the Cranium. Again, thank you so very, very much for your support. Greatly appreciate every one of you listening. Without further ado, let's head right into my interview with the beautiful and talented Miss Jessie Bell. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest today is a woman who is tearing up the independent wrestling circuit. She has won countless championships throughout her career, and she's known for beating her opponents with her strong, southern, sassy character style and expertise in the ring. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome as my guest the beautiful and talented Jesse Bell. Jesse, thank you so much for being my guest today. Uh, no problem. For those who may not be familiar with you, tell the fans more about you, and how did you become and get started uh, as a professional wrestler? Well, um, I've always been a fan of professional wrestling since I was a kid. And um, I started off as a manager um, or a valet in 2005. In 2009, I linked up with um, Diane Von Hoffman through my dad. And she started ring training me in ring. For those who aren't familiar with her, she was one of the original Moondogs. She was Moondog CC. And then I moved down to Louisiana, and I furthered my training with a kid named uh, Frankie Thomas and Brickhouse Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I moved back up to uh, Kentucky, and I got on the road with my dad. And I basically, like, he would get us to the shows a few hours before um, the doors were open, and he would train me in the ring. Or if there was somebody else on the on the card who was having a seminar, like Shane Douglas, Dutch Mantel, uh, Ricky Morton, Bobby Eaton, I mean, countless, uh, Tatanka, countless seminars. Um, I later was brought into Ohio Valley Wrestling by Al Snow himself when it was uh, TNA Developmental. He brought me and Isabel in to tag because we were tagging all over the independence as this mother's twisted daughter. Um, and then I moved to Florida, and I trained with Brian Knobs and Chris Hero, um, and I also trained on the road with Nikki Knuckles for like two years as well. So needless to say, you have trained with the best in the world. Absolutely. No, so for those that are familiar with you and your biggest fans, what can your fans expect to see from you in the near future? Um, well, in the near future, they can see me in Griffin, Georgia at, at Universal Championship Wrestling. Um, coming up in the beginning of next year, you can see me as Jesse Jones for WOW Women of Wrestling, um, which is going to be huge and debut on Access Television. You can see me on Ohio Valley Wrestling um, Television. You just have to like keep up with my Facebook or like my, any of my social medias because I literally travel so much and do so many shows that it's 
too many for me to think of and list off the top of my head. So you mentioned Universal Championship Wrestling. Talk about your experience with UCW and how does it compare with some of the other companies that you've wrestled for? Um, I really enjoyed Universal Championship Wrestling. It's an awesome show. It's one hell of a card. They have all kinds of superstars that are there to learn from and um, basically uh, pick their brains and gain knowledge or, you know, figure out new ways to incorporate uh, people's styles like Carlitos or, you know, um, the Dominion of Pain and uh, West Briscoe, like, incorporate what they do into what you do. I've only been there once so far, and I'd like to say that I was royally screwed because I showed up for a singles match and got thrown into a triple threat. So I've never been pinned or submitted in UCW. I'd just like to put that on the record right now. So your opponent coming up at the next show in Griffin, Georgia, which is actually this Saturday for all the fans that may be listening, is Anna Diaz. Talk about that match and what can the fans expect to see from you and what can Anna Diaz expect to see? Anna Diaz, um, I don't know much about this girl. I know she's new. She's an up-and-coming rookie. I know she was trained by Gangrel. So, I mean, granted, lucky for her, she's got good training underneath of her, but you can't train to be in the ring with somebody like me. You can study my tape and tapes and um, matches on YouTube and hope that you can prepare yourself. But let's just say I get real rowdy. I'm Southern. We play dirty, and there ain't no such thing as a fair fight. So she can expect to find herself smothered and covered, and that's all I got to say about that. Well, that's going to be an exciting match. I cannot wait to see that. So you have wrestled some great matches over your career and some with some great opponents. One of them is current WWE superstar Mickey James back in 2011 when you defeated her for one of your championship victories. Tell the fans about your experience in the ring with Mickey. That was one hell of a fight. Um, I was probably one of the only times that I've been um, nervous going in, but like I said, I was trained by the best, and um, as far as I'm concerned, anything goes in a fight. So when it comes to anything goes, I'm going to do anything that it takes to come out on top. Um, a lot of respect for Mickey James, but still, I'm going to do what it takes to win and not feel bad about it, neither. Now, there's probably going to be a lot of young ladies listening to this interview with you that are thinking about becoming a professional wrestler. What advice would you give them to help them get into the business and become a successful professional wrestler like yourself get trained properly um train with somebody notable um don't train with somebody who goes does a local show who has never been on top of the wrestling industry if they have not been able to make um make a life and um I guess pay their bills, you know what I mean? Like, if they've not been able to completely solely support themselves on wrestling and be somewhere and do that, or if they haven't trained people who have been superstars, then you don't want to train with them. You want to go to a notable school. You want to train with a notable trainer. So you want to go somewhere like Lance Storm School, like Ohio Valley Wrestling, like the Monster Factory, like like uh, Team 3D. Uh, I mean, there's, there's countless schools that you can go to, Harley Race School. Like, you need to figure out where the best trainers and um, training facility is near you, and you're going to have to move. Like, you don't just want to go to one school and stick with that, and that's 
you know. You can, you can never stop learning, so you need to go to multiple schools and train with multiple different people and develop your own style. That's great advice. Now, as most people know that listen to my podcast, I have an 11-year-old daughter who is extremely passionate about women's wrestling. I can see how it's positively affected her life to see the insurgence of women in the ring. What are your thoughts about this new era of women's wrestling and to see things such as the Mae Young Classic and the Evolution pay-per-view captivating the wrestling world? I absolutely love it. Um, It's about darn time, for real, because women have always had the ability to steal the show and was never given the opportunity to. And now that they've been basically given the flag to go, they're running with it. Yeah, I agree totally. It's a very, very exciting time. Uh, as far as women's wrestling is concerned. So you mentioned earlier about uh, your tag team with Isabel Smothers. Educate the fans about your time with Isabel as the tag team, the Smothers Twisted Daughters, or better known as STD. How was this tag team formed? And talk about your time as a tag team wrestler with, with Isabel. Um, well, you know, we fought all the time, as sisters do, and Pops got tired of us fighting each other, so he basically made us... Um, team up and fight other people, which usually worked out very well, unless we were too distracted fighting with each other, which did happen sometimes. It was a lot of shenanigans, a lot of fun. My sister is very, very mean and very, very brute and strong, so it's um, it was very difficult for people to beat us. Now, what would you prefer? You've done both, singles and tag team. What's your favorite? Oh, that's hard. Um... I love tag. I love being in the tag team and just having the ability to manipulate and overwhelm your opponent. If you are very good at, if you're a very good tag team wrestler, and be it that me and my sister Isabel were very good tag team wrestlers, and lots of other girls were just thrown together and fed to the wolves. I reckon um, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, I bet. Tell me about. Uh, in my opinion, I feel like there needs to be. We're talking mainstream here with WWE a tag team championship for ladies. Talk to me a little bit more about that. What's your feelings on, on a tag team championship for the ladies? Absolutely. They should definitely have a women's tag team championship. Um, there's so much talent and so many women that aren't utilized and that could be utilized in tag team wrestling. I don't even know how to, how to describe it. It's a lot. It's It'd be a lot of fun for the fans to watch. I agree. I, I agree 100%. I, I think that there's an abundance amount of talent uh, in, the, in the women's division right now and only two championships, really. And we're, again, we're talking to WWE right now. Um, but if we talk about other um, wrestling companies, there's not very many championships for the ladies. So I, I think definitely having a tag team championship can do nothing but boost that division no matter what company yeah. it's with. It could, it would literally make everybody raise the bar even more because now they don't have to just worry about working their way up to get a title shot at the women's championship as it being the only the only title, but they could be tag team champions. And I think everybody, if they are talented and have put in the work and are and able to, they deserve a chance to have gold around their waist. I agree. I agree. So again, my my co-host for some of my shows is my daughter Addison, aka Addie Go, one of the youngest wrestling podcasters on the planet. Addison, what's your question for Jesse Bell? 
Jesse, who was your favorite opponent in the ring? You know what, Addison? That is a very good question. Um, I think by far my favorite opponent in the ring overall would probably be Mickey Knuckles because she was my trainer. She took me to the limits, and she's one uh, by far the toughest opponent that I had to face um, in multiple companies and multiple cities and multiple states. And we went back and forth, teacher versus student, and it was always a brawl. It was always a fight. It was, you know, it was always a challenge. So I think, Addison, that I would have to say Mickey Knuckles. Let's talk a little bit more about the current state of independent wrestling. In past interviews I've conducted, I've given my opinion that independent wrestling could soon be bigger than ever. And it's become insanely unpopular, of course, with the success of the All In show recently. It proves that indie wrestling is definitely on the rise. What are your thoughts, considering your experiences and what you've seen on the road and at Universal Championship Wrestling shows? Um, I love independent wrestling. Um, <laughs> obviously, I, I spend hours upon hours upon hours and hundreds of thousands of miles in my car every year to travel to shows all over the country and if the promoter does their job right such as Universal Championship Wrestling and you use talented wrestlers who love wrestling and who love entertaining and they do a good job of advertising their show then it's like it's it's incredible like you just like, um, like I, I keep mentioning UCW because that's the closest show that I have coming up. But there's a huge difference when I go somewhere like Universal Championship Wrestling where they have people on the card, you know, that have been to the very top and um, on top of mainstream like WWE or TNA or whatever it is. And then they're allowed to go out there and basically do what they do. And, um, and the promoter has promoted it well and fired the town and, and built built up the show and you'll see there'll be 500 a thousand people or more versus you know you can't just do a show and put a flyer out on facebook and not do any other type of advertising because i've also done shows in places where there's been 12 people in the crowd right and you could literally look around the locker room and you can see how half the locker room doesn't own gear they don't own boots they're dressed from like Walmart and Hot Topic, and they do, they don't look like athletes. Mm-hmm. Like independent wrestling, if you use athletes who own gear, who take themselves seriously and invest in themselves, just like investing in the show, then you're gonna have an awesome show. If you don't, and you try to, um, I guess, stick to very very cheap talent, then that's going so in your crowd. One thing I've noticed, and I had the chance of seeing you at the Universal Championship show that you that you were at back in May uh, at the Cobb County Civic Center, and what I've noticed about the indie crowds is that they seem extremely passionate, extremely appreciative to be there, to be up close and personal more so at those type of shows than they are at the bigger shows like Impact, like WWE, and I don't know, it just seems like they have uh, more fun at the independent shows. Oh, yeah, they have more fun because they have more influence on 
what is going on. Absolutely. Like, they make that connection with their favorite wrestler, which usually ain't me, but that's fine. I don't care. I don't need them. But <laughs> <laughs> they are going to have more fun at a show, like at an independent show, where they have the freedom to encourage um, their favorite wrestlers, influence them, help them if they're not going up against me. Um, it's, uh, it's going to be a lot more fun than going into WWE where you're like 40 feet away from the ring and, you know, they've got people holding up cards telling you when to be quiet, when to cheer, when to do this, when to do that, you know, like, independent shows are absolutely more fun. Now, Jesse, this is the uh, cranium shot portion of my interviews. This, I like to say a name. And I want you to give an answer. It can be a one-word answer. It can be a brief answer. Just whatever comes to mind. Are you ready? Uh, <laughs> sure. All right. Paige. Amazing. Incredibly talented. Beautiful. Love her mother. Lita. Same. A, like, uh, a groundbreaker in um, women's wrestling. One of uh, Tommy Dreamer was just... Uh, at the seminar that I was with him um, a couple of weeks ago tell, talking about how he basically like discussed saw Lena go up and do a moonsault and back uh, it, uh, he brought her into ECW and back then like women weren't you know doing those kinds of moves and being showcased in that way so groundbreaker no doubt about it. It, it it's still in my mind very vividly when I watched her do a moonsault off the top rope at one of the WWE televised shows for the first time I was absolutely shocked it was, it was awesome all right, Bailey. Um, incredibly talented wrestler. May Young. May <laughs> Young. She's hilarious. Or she was. I yeah. met her um, back in 2010, I think, at uh, NWA Fan Fest. And uh, when she was like, oh, my God, May Young, can we take a picture with you? And she had some people with her, and she's like, I don't need you. I got this. So, um <laughs> Absolutely. All right, finally, Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair. You got to put Flair's on there. Tell her I said my daddy's better than her. <laughs> that would be an interesting match seeing you two in the ring together, no doubt about it. <laughs> With both our dads at ringside, that would be awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. Put that in the bucket list. No doubt about <laughs> it. Well, Jesse, thank you so much for your time this evening. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can check out Jesse. Bell at a Universal Championship Wrestling show. Again, the one coming up this weekend in Griffin, Georgia. Visit the UCW website at ucwtv.com. Again, that is ucwtv.com. You can also follow them on Instagram and Twitter, ucwtv. Again, you do not want to miss this show. You do not want to miss Jesse Bell in the ring. She is absolutely amazing. Again, thank you so much for taking absolutely. the time out of your day. Absolutely. Do not miss it. All right. Thank you so much. 